very inspirational, very upbeat um, yeah. attack for episode one. So if you don't mind, uh, I thought we could start by talking about uh, this great new device I've been using. Um, and also, I yeah. think this is a good segue. Uh, today's episode is brought to you by the, the Brain Scanner Plus, uh, which is a great new subscription-based slash pharmaceutical service um, that, well, what's it? Okay, so what you do is you go, you have to drive to the facility, and they yep. attach electrodes to uh, the 18 major um, electrode points on your body. And then, so what you do is you wear it around yep. um, indefinitely. And oh, wow. Yeah, so what it does is whenever you're feeling uh, or exuding sort of a vibrational frequency that's not uh, in line with, so what you do, well, so the first thing you do is you fill out a survey, and it's a, okay. it's a, it's a 100 question survey, and based yeah. on those 100 questions, they fill out your, your energy map, um, and so then you go and you what get What kind the, of questions? What kind of questions? Yes, are or, no, yes or no questions. Um, so you go. <laughs> they, um, no multiple choice. There's no multiple choices. Like, are you happy? You know, are you angry? It's just the first couple. Like right now or angry in general? Hmm? Like right now, angry or angry in general? I don't. I don't understand. So you go and then they put there's 18. Like I said, the 18 connective points, and then you wear it around, and um, oh. whenever you're. Uh, not your behaviors aren't in line with the 100 question answers that you've given. They give you like a body map, and then it, yep. it you know, it gets you. It, it gets you. It like, oh yeah, it like knows it'll, you. It'll it zap you. No, I mean it'll zap you. Oh, oh, it'll get you. Oh, <laughs> yeah, okay. it'll zap you. Um, yep. So anyway, hey, that's our first official bit. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, on that note, hello and welcome to. Episode number one yeah. of the Left on Red podcast. Um, I am nice, very good. <laughs> I am one of the two uh, co-hosts that are going to waste your time tonight, or whenever you listen to this. Uh, my name is ladies. Evan, and my co-host is Cameron Paul. Uh, All right, here we go. I feel like we actually probably shouldn't give our last names. Whatever, who cares? No one gives a shit. We can. We can bleep them out. Yeah, I guess we could have pseudonames. Like, I could be uh, the Mushroom Man, Cam, well, okay. Um, yeah, so welcome. You could this be Rex Ravenwood. Is, I could be Dr. Rex Ravenwood, Kung Fu Private Eye. Um, so, yeah, so this is our first episode. Um, basically, we've, we've decided after years and years of deliberation that um, our thought of creating a... a a podcast revolving around our mutual appreciation of history. Um, it was about time, given the state of the world and the fact that we now both have officially absolutely no excuse yeah. to uh, avoid it. Um, yeah, yeah, so, I mean, do you want to give kind of the rundown of, of what we're going to be doing here? Yeah, so, generally speaking, for each episode, we'll take turns. Um, this will be probably make up the... Uh, sort of the majority of our episodes where one of us will present some topic throughout history, um, largely the stupid, um, the disastrous, uh, and just 
the plain wrong moments in history and yeah. the morons that caused them. The the more <laughs> interesting the, the more interesting uh, events in history, the things that really grab our attention tend to be, uh, as Evan said, sort of the stupider, uh, more cringeworthy moments. Hence the the name of the show, the things that we sort of wish we had left unread. Um, yeah. So as he said, we're gonna alternate episode to episode. One of us will present, and the other will just sort of weigh in. Um, with the idea being that the second person who's not presenting has little to no real idea of the event that we're discussing um, beyond maybe just some basics. Um, I mean, we clear everything. You know, I'm not going to let Evan do a, an episode on, on uh, uh, property value drops in suburban housing in <laughs> the 80s or things like that. But... Uh, <laughs> You know, he can veer off into some some questionable subject matter. But no, all seriousness, uh, it, it should it should make for some fun. Um, these are sort of the conversations that we would be having anyway uh, while we play, I don't know, Fallout 76 or some other dumb shit. And uh, <laughs> we yeah, figured, we we think it's pretty funny, so we figured why not uh why not capture some of this gold and uh, turn a big fat fucking profit. Yeah, or forever learn that really only each of us thinks the other is funny. <laughs> Which, I mean, <laughs> yeah, there might be some... Uh, we're morons. <laughs> there might be some validation in that, too. Um, <laughs> just actually, because it would feel sort of like an exclusive club, you know? Like when someone who's not a Psalm tries to talk to you about wine, and you're just like, get out of my fucking face, you don't know the first thing about Beaujolais, you know? Yeah. I've, I've been there many times Listen, in that man, exact position. I don't want to hear it from you about Alsace, okay? <laughs> uh, what do no. you know about German ice wine? Yeah. Um, yeah, dude, those guys suck. They're mostly, yeah, they they're sound, mostly yeah. guys. Like, I'm not saying that to be sexist. There's plenty of lady songs, but they're usually pretty cool. Yeah. So, but the they, dudes, they fucking suck. Dude, that might actually be a great future episode because there's some <laughs> there's some there's some freaky stuff in the history of like big wine production. Um, yeah. So anyway, we won't spoil it, but I got a few ideas there. Yeah. So we'll be doing those types of episodes. We'll also occasionally do some movie review episodes where um, we generally will be picking things like stupid history movies. Or yeah, just movies where the history uh, of the making of them was stupid. Right. Yeah, so, I mean, and I think that's a great point. Um, our notion of history, I think we're kind of on the same page. It's sort of everything ever that happened. I mean, so we're not going to necessarily keep it uh, to a specific time period. I think we're going to try to avoid being, like, a current current events podcast. That stuff will definitely yeah. come up because we certainly rage over these things in our, our free time together. Um so it's not that it's like taboo per se, but I think some something in the last five ten years is going to be our, our our sort of cutoff point, um, and that yeah. might that might change later. I mean, this is early days, so. Um, but enough about brass tacks. I mean, maybe maybe it makes sense for us to dive in. Um, so, sure. Evan has 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 done our first podcast episode topic. We'll be doing the podcast now, yeah. <laughs> yep, and so without further ado, welcome yep. to right, Left so. on Red. <laughs> All right. And so. so and so without <laughs> interrupting any further. All right, and now we're, we're going to start. We'll now. start the show. 
right now. Okay, so uh, how much do you know about uh, something that happened during the Manhattan Project called the Demon Core? Um, is that 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 anime with all that the guys have all the pillows of? Sure is. All right. Now it's time for Pillow Talk. <laughs> pillow Talk, episode one, Demon X Core, Genshin, Hard Strike. I don't know if that's... I don't, is it racist to make fun of, like, the bad English subtitle names of uh, anime? I don't know. I don't know, but don't if, you're gonna ask, if you would ask the question, is it racist, oh. before talking about it. This is a tough sell for the first episode. All right. <laughs> take, take us away, buddy. <laughs> okay, so anyway, during the Manhattan Project, I'm sure, uh, as most of our listeners probably know and you do, there were two nuclear bombs dropped on Japan. Okay, uh, that was during and, the Manhattan Project? Well, you know, as a result as of As a result it. of the Manhattan Project. Yeah. So the Manhattan Project was... The United States, you know, deciding how to unleash evil on the world and would drop two of those bombs on Japan. Gotcha. And in my opinion, one of the more cowardly acts in uh, modern military history, but... But, like, badass, though, you know? Yeah, I mean... Like, if it uh, wasn't for that, we wouldn't be able to have those sweet, like, back-to-back World War Champs shirts and hats and brasiers. (laughs) They may also not have had any Godzilla films. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, or, I mean, according to the mythology, any Godzilla yeah. to film. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, still. Yeah, true. So anyway, um, after Batman and Little Boy, there was a third. Which were uh, the bombs? Those were the bombs. Yes, those were the bombs. Um, so there was enough material left to make a third bomb uh, that the United States was planning to drop four days after Nagasaki. Now, obviously Japan surrendered, and this leftover plutonium core then became the subject of some experiments at uh, the Los Alamos facility. I feel like there had to have been, like, at least one guy who, when they didn't get to drop the third bomb, was like, like, fuck! <laughs> like, Let's just do it anyway. That, that was mine! Up. Like, <laughs> we got like Bob's bomb, him. we dropped Jim's bomb, I spent a long fucking time on this bomb, yeah, just fucking, just let me do it. Just say me accidentally. <laughs> um, let's find a different country to drop it on. But so this uh, this third core um, was then became the subject of experiments, and it would eventually develop the name the Demon Core. But before this, it went by the uh, the very inauspicious name Rufus. So it was Fat Man. It was Little Boy. And then Rufus. And it was Rufus. Yeah. Man. Well, Batman and Little Boy were the the entire bombs, and this is just the core. Gotcha. Maybe those had other stupid names. Well, those so, were. like, the, I was thinking, though, like, I get it, their code names and everything, but, like, if I was naming, like, the mightiest weapon that had ever been created, like, yeah. I don't think that, like, Fat Man elicits the reaction that I would want you know well i mean i guess i guess motion certainly did yeah after the fact right but we don't i don't know man i just feel like you'd want to call it like the hand of god or like some kind of fucking but i guess if the japanese overheard us talking about like yeah. operation hand of god they'd be like okay yeah. like they're building an atomic bomb definitely so <laughs> i mean yeah so i don't know how they got those names but i do yeah. know how like 
for instance, the CIA, when they when they would come up with names uh, for their operations, the person coming up with it, they would have to pick a name that meant nothing to them. Right. Which is why you get things like Artichoke or, you know, MK Ultra, uh, things like that, you know. It MK was Ultra sounds be... pretty badass, though. What's that? MK Ultra sounds pretty badass, though. It does sound badass, but, like, you don't know what that means. Yeah, <laughs> you know I mean? but like, it's not like you about called it, it like... Jumbo Jim's, like, bathwater surprise. Like, I feel like I could come up with a way better... See, that's the thing. I'm also disappointed at the randomness. Like, I feel like they're not badass-sounding, right? So you have to come up with something silly. So you don't choose MK Ultra. Like, MK Ultra sounds like a fucking sweet, like, finishing move in a fighting game or something. You know? It doesn't sound... Like, if you want something random, you need to come up with, like, you know, fishnet, ding-dong... <laughs> Well, no, no, That's no. It. They would just want it to be like one word, MK. Right. There was certain projects that were all under the MK designation. Got it. Um, I forget. I I know one other one. I forget it. But there was MK Ultra. Um, but then you would have names, you know, like Artichoke. Like you just want it yeah. to be like a short name that meant nothing to to the person that created it. Yeah. So, just a random word. Operation uh, Brown Town. Yeah. Yeah, Brown Town. Yeah, yeah, classic. But anyway, so, and now while, you know, we will be laughing about the people that died from these experiments. <laughs> cool. Do, so people you know, died. I do want to say died. that That's it is, you know, a tragedy that these people died, but also, you know, they were conspiring to just unleash hell on the world, all in the name of empire. So, eh, I don't really feel did all they, that like, bad. Did they, like, were they all complicit in that to that degree? Or, I mean, or... these are, like, lead scientists, the people that died. Like, these are the ones that knew what they were doing. Right. And okay. the, the experiments were specifically to determine when this mass was placed in such an alignment that it could, you know, create, <laughs> go off as a bomb. Right, so. I guess. And it's not, like, it's not like they were looking for, like, random applications for nuclear energy and, like, discovered that it could decimate. I mean, it, they were, like, they're... making a bomb, yeah. Yeah, here, wait. I'll throw I'll throw a picture in the chat for you just so you can see. Uh, there is a picture of one of the guys, Louis Sloten, who's just fucking hanging out next to the bomb, like, with his shirt Sloten. unbuttoned and shit. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I, ju I just got done servicing myself in the bomb hanger, and then this photographer shows up. What am I going to button my top button? I'm sweating like a pig. I... Oh, yeah, no, okay, he's... Like, this, yeah, he's, like, right next to the bomb, and he's sitting there. Yeah, yeah. Like, yo, this shit fucking rocks. Yeah, he's digging <laughs> this shit. He's, he's loving it. Yeah, oh, yeah, he's digging it. It's like it. dudes who have, who have like, a big truck. But, like, this is even more, because he's just like, dude, imagine if your truck was, imagine the was biggest, atomic truckest bomb. thing ever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, anyway, yeah, so fuck these guys. Um... Okay, so so there's they're working on so there's this third core. It's called Rufus. Yeah, and it's gonna it's made for the the theoretical third bomb that's gonna be dropped on City X after Hiroshima and Nagasaki. Got it. Correct. Yeah, and so after um to their dismay, uh, Japan surrenders immediately after Nagasaki. Um, they go well. Fuck. I guess we just have got to do some crazy fucking experiments with it. So they take it to Los Alamos. And uh, they begin some criticality experiments, which I shit you not, they call tickling the dragon's tail. 
That rocks. Okay. I, yeah, I don't even have a joke about that. That's just fucking yeah. sweet. See, that's the type, of, the, the type of thing I'm talking about. Because, like, A, yeah, you don't really know what that means. Like, tickling the dragon's tail. Like, is, is it jerking off? Is it doing some kind of drug testing? You don't really know. Yeah. But you also have the sense that, like, you know what happens when you tickle a dragon's tail. Yeah, it's dangerous shit. Yeah, he's going <laughs> to he's gonna get you. He's going to zap you. Just yeah, like yeah. the brain scanner. You're playing games with the dragon, and he yeah. can just turn around and bite you. And he's not even going to have you fill out a 100-question survey first. He's yeah, just going to zap you. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to get spicy. Um, so I have a quick question. So uh, you said a criticality experiment. Is that yeah. like a test to determine how powerful this bomb is? Yeah, so so I want to go over a few things real quick. And okay. first of all, I don't want to get any fucking smart asses who are going to be like, oh, actually, well, you know, like, I'm bare essentials here. And so, luckily, no one's ever going to fucking listen yeah, to this. Yeah, nobody will listen to this except for, like, maybe my dad for like I was going to say, my dad's 100% going to hear this, and he's going to love it. But Yeah. Like... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, uh, oh, so first off, uh, critical mass. So critical mass is the minimum amount of fissile material necessary to self-sustain a nuclear chain reaction. Okay. So, um, then you have a particular type of critical mass called supercritical, which, bare essentials, um, as opposed to critical mass, which is just enough to self-sustain, supercritical would be uh, where there is an increase in energy over time. And gotcha. then so it's gonna it's gonna yeah get more it, nuclear. Yeah. I'm the first thing about nuclear bombs. <laughs> I'm, I'm very quickly realizing I have no clue about nuclear bombs. Yeah, well, uh, and then big bomb, big boom. Yeah, you go. Yeah, lots of energy go boom. Big boom. Bad stuff happens. Bad stuff. Big boom. So uh, then there's a particular type of supercritical mass, which is what you're trying to achieve in a nuclear bomb. That's called prompt criticality, and that's where you have a really dramatic. Um, really dramatic increase extremely quickly and it's because of the prompt neutrons uh undergoing further fissile reactions fission reactions okay so those are the basic basic terms and so the point of these experiments are to determine exactly how to align the materials of this core in order to reach critical mass and at what point it will be just on the precipice of supercriticality and generally then prompt criticality would happen with very specific alignments. So one week after Japan's surrender, uh, they decide to take this shit to Los Alamos and start tickling that dragon's tail. Okay. So they're <laughs> popping out to Los Alamos yeah. and they're going to give the tail a tickle. Yeah. <laughs> All right, dude. Why are you just sending me those reacts? I don't know, man. I don't know the first thing about how... So we're on Skype and I'm like... I'm computer illiterate, so yeah. when you sent me that little like picture in picture of yeah. the guy with the shirt and the bomb, yeah. blown away. Didn't even know that was a possibility. And really? so yeah, and so knowing that I could this is my kind of version of that. <laughs> <laughs> Sending yeah, little so, thumbs ups over Skype. Uh, yeah, okay, so, so they're so they a take, great, great a great joke over uh, just an audio medium, but yeah, it just keeps it's great. Yeah, oh, they just hear like a little click and then just like a confused Evan that's like, cool, um, so anyway, yeah, that's just me learning how to use a computer for the first time. I'm a no. two-fingered typer. I, I have no, I don't know how to use hotkeys. 
Is that what it is? Hotkeys? All right. So, uh, (laughs) yeah. So, anyway, we're starting now. And so they're going to Los Alamos. They're bringing Rufus. They're going to tickle his tail. Yeah. Yeah. They're going to tickle Rufus's tail. Give him little sweet nothings. And um, our first. Our first you scientist you that, uh, you um, you blow up me for daddy, you little, little <laughs> bitch. You give you a tip, yeah, you'd like, you'd like, you want to touch your daddy, bitch. Yeah, come on, Rufus. Come yeah. on, Rufus. Yeah, you'd be a good boy for daddy. Don't you make it with that shit? It's gonna be a big boom. Do a big boom for daddy. Tickle that shit. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna fucking tickle that shit. Dude, now I've got this idea that, like, we're making, it's, it's like we're filming the movie about this, and instead of the two guys that we fucking, we're playing it, we hire the yin-yang twins, and so then they show up, and it's like, hey, uh, Rufus, I'm gonna whisper in your ear, show you something, I'm gonna tickle that tail, you like that, you like that. Oh, God. Alright, All right, so, so we're in Los Alamos, is that in New Mexico? Yes, yeah, okay. right. um, So our first intrepid uh, young uh, scientist who got himself killed while playing this, his name was Harry Dahlian or Dogleen or whatever. I don't even Harry Dogleaner. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Whatever his fucking name is, I don't really care. Um, but he was fucking 24 years old when he got himself Dude, killed. That sucks. You know what? I don't want my dad to hear this because he's gonna hear it and be like, "See, I, you know, I told you you can get any job with a bachelor's degree, and you need to get back out there and just keep trying." And he's right because I could have been working in nuclear science. This yeah, you get yourself killed by fucking around with a nuclear core by yourself at night. Well, spoiler so alert, spoiler alert, jeez. <laughs> yeah. So this um so this break. Yeah, yeah, Harry Doglicker, uh, this fucking brain genius, like, total brainlet, he decides to go in one night after dinner, back into the, uh, the lab, by himself, breaching all protocol. It's just him and a, uh, security guard. Okay. And he starts, starts whispering the little sweet nothings. So he goes in after the fact to, like, yeah. off-the-clock poke a bomb? <laughs> yeah, <that's laughs> like, you know what? I feel like I know the secret. Of, I can't wait till tomorrow. I can't wait. I'm too excited. No, no. After you just ate dinner, like you're done, you talked out for the day. You <laughs> he had like... like his shrimp floating in Jello or whatever the fuck they ate back then. <laughs> <laughs> and like, like you know what? Had a couple of brandies, and he's just like, you know what? I'm going back. I'm tickling the fucking yeah. tail. I'm gonna tickle that fucking tail. I'm sick and tired of this bomb's bullshit. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And, really and wise, so the but... only so the only other person that's there is a security guard who's probably like this fucking asshole. Right. Is back like security guards probably got to be there twenty four the hours a day. Security guards definitely just sitting there with like a copy of like Jugs magazine. He's just like, yeah. Eh, it's above my pay grade. <laughs> oh, Harry, back again, huh? Well, I'm right. well. <laughs> he sure well, is like that bomb. <laughs> yeah. That boy and that bomb just ain't right, man. That's <laughs> Special something between that boy and that bomb. Um, so is something Harry... going on there, let me tell you. <laughs> so is, uh, is Harry Dog- Dolan or Dolan Doglin? Is he the guy with the unbuttoned shirt in the picture? No, no, no. That's our man. That's our main character for the okay. day. Okay, Logan. cool. All right. Yeah. So this is Harry Dolan. 
And um, the particular test that he's doing is he has the demon core, uh, and he has to surround it with carbide bricks. And he stacks them up all around it. And the point of the bricks is to reflect neutrons back at the core. So these are like actual just bricks made of like some. Yeah, yeah, big old motherfucking metal material. Bricks. This is a very yeah. sciencey episode, right? Yeah. Yeah, so he's so just like basically stacking those things around it. Okay. And, and they'll, uh, they'll shoot the neutrons flying off the bomb back at the bomb. Yeah, here, I'll send you a picture of what this setup looks like. Okay. Sorry, listeners. No, hey, you know. All right, so it's literally like, it's literally, yeah. literally like a metal spear surrounded by metal-looking bricks. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's just a circle surrounded by a thing yeah. of bricks. Okay. Yeah, the, uh, the, uh, the, uh, the spear is like 14 pounds. Right, okay, so like if you yeah. just showed me that like and asked me to tell you what I thought it was, uh, under no circumstances would I have said anything to do with a nuclear bomb. Yeah. <laughs> it literally looks like... It looks like a fake science fiction movie from the 60s, like, version of, like, <laughs> alien technology. It's actually that. It's, like, brushed. Yeah, sure. That kind of does look like yeah, that. Yeah, it's like a brushed steel sphere, like, socketed into a frame. And that's kind of it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so that, that sphere is plutonium and gallium. And it's about 14 pounds. And that's the heart of the, uh, the atomic bomb. Okay. So he's stacking those bricks. Mm -hmm. He's stacking and whacking and stacking. He's stacking bricks. <laughs> stacking that Stack brick. That brick. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So uh, he gets to a point um, where he he stacks it in such a way that sensors going off, letting him know that um, that the mass is about to go super critical. So he's like right on the verge, right at the event horizon, right? Yeah. Um. And then he says, okay, so he goes to take off um, the, tank, uh, the carbide brick, and he drops the fucker directly on top of the sphere. So he's lifting bricks over the sphere. Yeah, oh, dude, they're doing this shit fucking barehanded. Like, they're just barehanding Yeah, bricks. these motherfuckers, they're, they're not using equipment. Like, they're literally sitting this there. This is just like a dude in chinos and a yeah. fucking Oxford shirt. Yeah. Like, sleeves rolled up, smoking butts. Stacking yep. bricks around plutonium. Bare hand fucking stacking bricks. So these dudes would have absolutely ended up with like some kind of weird bone oh. cancer, right? Like, oh uh, yeah, they they were probably gonna get leukemia. Once these dudes were dead before they died. Okay. Yeah. Ugh, man. Yeah. These early like hearing about this like early nuclear energy shit. Even going back to like Marie Curie and like yeah. just the 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 raw untapped energy that these people were like exposing themselves to just yeah. all the time. Like, you heard about these ladies that worked in the, uh, the company that made like, it was, oh, man, I wish I knew the details. This might be a fun episode, but like they were the ladies who applied the glowing, like radium paint to the hands in glow in the dark watches. And they would wet the paint by licking it. And oh. just all day, like dipping like this radium yeah. paint in their fucking mouths and over yeah. the years, their mouths were just, like, rot. And then they were yeah. like, what is it? And the company's like, I don't know. Could be anything. Like, <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, they, yeah, maybe we could, like, because uh, there's another thing, too, that was a snake oil during the radioactive quackery era. Right. Where uh, people sold what was called, um, like, just radiated water with, like, radium in it. Yeah. 
and you would just drink it as like a miracle tonic. Fuck yeah, I mean, people would buy and that shit now. And if thousand jaws would fall off. People would buy that shit. People would keep that shit under their sinks and shove it up their asses now. Like, people are yeah. still just as fucking nuts. Like, you could absolutely peddle radium water and just be like, yeah, no, this will for sure get rid of rickets. And then someone would be like, oh, I've got rickets. And they would absolutely enema it. And, I mean, unfortunately, it would actually probably be like poor, like, kids with autism or something who got victimized. Yeah. Ugh, never mind. Anyway. Yeah, <laughs> but, um, so this motherfucker, he's just barehanding these bricks, and, like, the dumb, clumsy asshole he is, he drops a carbide brick. He drops a brick on a fucking nuclear Right on the plutonium. Okay, like, yeah. So it immediately goes super critical. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it just goes, he's like, okay, like, we're, we're tickled, we're tickled, like, <laughs> like, inches from him. The dragon's up, he's like, I'm up. I'm off now, guys. Okay? All right. Yeah, okay. I was sleeping. You went home for I the day. You ate enough. your dinner. And then you came back and decided to tickle my bunk hole again. They're doing all these They're doing all these tests. Like, how could we get it? To, when at the end of the day, like, just drop a brick on it. <laughs> yeah. Fucking, just, have, you tried tungsten, some, like... have you tried throwing the tungsten carbide brick at the plutonium? Just, just whip it at it. Yeah. Um, and so now what happens is... There's immediately a flash of blue light. Um, okay. And here's one thing. If you're working with radioactive material yeah. and the air tor- turns blue and you're just like right fucking there, you're That's dead. It. <laughs> it just you're happened. Dead. The thing that you see in the movies has occurred and you are now the guy who sweats to death. And like yeah, melts you are going it. to die within, uh, within one month, maybe less. Gotcha. Um it's going to be the least fun time of your life. I feel like, as a general rule, if you're doing anything and the air changes color around you, get yeah. checked out. Because, like, yeah. there's not a guarantee that you're fine no matter what you're up to. Yeah. That's scary. Um, That's fucking So scary. he has to knock the brick off of the, uh, the plutonium core, and he Why? immediately starts feeling a tingling in his hand. Again... He's not even wearing lead gloves or nothing. Yeah, like, yeah. he's sweaty palm in that shit. He's barehanding. <laughs> he's got, he's like, I got, well, there's a brick on it. I gotta knock the brick off. Yeah. Um, so I'm gonna send you a picture of what his hand looked like shortly after. This is, looks like, same day? No, this is gonna be, um, this must have been a couple days after or something like that. Okay. So this is what happens when you palm <clears throat> supercritical plutonium <laughs> no way dude oh my god it so is... i'm showing a picture of basically all of the skin on his hand blistered and peeled off um Damn. and apparently it was so bad it like i mean yeah it's just not looking too good yeah like, no, his like, hand is melting up. Yeah, skin and like, in like if a you've ever sphere. worn a latex glove and it's ripped, <laughs> yeah, and kind sure. of just start pulling it off. Oh <laughs> kind of looks like that. Yeah, no, wow, okay. Yeah, um, right. and well, so that, that rocks. the security guard on duty received a non-lethal dose. Yeah. Um, thankfully, uh, and I'm not sure if he was the one that ended up dying of leukemia in the '60s. It's possible. Oftentimes, if you're in a uh, nearby one of these things that go on leukemia is a common common uh, disease that you get from radiation sickness or like a high this guy probably hated harry um 
but yeah, so uh, he this. So the security guard, guard was like in the room. They're not even in like some like lab. They're just like in a. Is it just like yeah, a warehouse? Like, Are they just in like a fucking warehouse? Uh, I'll send you a picture of what it looks like. Like an airplane hangar or something. Because it doesn't yeah. sound like they were doing much to like protect anybody. Yeah, they're trying to make a bomb out of this shit, and they don't even know what it does if you sit on the couch next to it. Yeah, so I just sent you a picture of what the room looked like. I don't, I don't see it. Whatever. See it. No. Oh, wait. Uh, hold on. Here we go. So, yeah. yeah it's, oh, my God. It's like a fucking high school classroom. <laughs> Dude, yeah, dude. It With looks just like, like rolly tables of like. It looks like a band space, dude. There's yeah, just like wires for in that quick second. If, again, if you didn't tell me what I was looking at, I would have been like, oh, some indie band like setting up to record. Like it doesn't look. None of this looks like I feel like it's supposed to look. Like there's yeah, no like no inspections. Way too few wires. Like there's no sensors or anything. It's just dudes. There's just slacks. a there's a there's a stool in the middle of the setup. Yeah. There's a chair in the middle of the floor nearby. There's shit all there over the ground. For hours just like tinkering away with like a solid ball of radioactive yeah stuff. Yeah, radioactive metal, man. All right, so he's dropped the brick on it. He has palmed the brick off of it. The air surrounding him has turned blue. Yeah. Okay. And then he and then he spends 25 agonizing days in acute radiation syndrome and dies. Fuck yeah. Okay. Um. Yeah, I mean, that Yeah, rocks. that was... That's Harry Dalian. Okay, so that's um, Harry Dalian. And this is Rufus... This is still just Rufus. They're not calling it the yeah, Demon Yeah, they haven't Corps. called it the Demon Corps yet. Okay. Uh, it would unbelievably take somebody doing almost the exact same thing <laughs> less than a year later for them to finally so, be like... So, okay, so this thing just, what, stabilizes? Like, it just... I mean, so you take the brick off and it's got to cool off. Like, it's okay. probably going to still be fairly hot for, like, a long time. Like, it wouldn't be usable in the bomb. You have to, like, let it cool off in the reactor. But the thing doesn't, like, blow up. It just gets super, super yeah. hot. He has to yeah. take the brick off so that the reaction stops... Yeah. He gets fucked up. The security guard gets fucked. Does the security guard live? Yeah, he lives. He lives until... He lives for a while. He received a non-lethal dose. But he maybe died from... Right. Uh, way, way later. 100% Harry Dollian killed this dude. Yeah. They all... Like I said, they probably all would have gotten cancer anyway. These dudes are just like... Yeah, I mean, he's fucking... They're literally ball just, of radium. They're, they're putting their bare hands on this sphere of plutonium yeah. that's radioactive. Fissile. Uh, that... Just completely rocks. I love it. Okay. Yeah. All right. So in steps our man. That was the guy I sent you a picture of before. Pimp daddy with the motherfucking glasses. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. open button up shirt yeah. as he's just hanging out next to fat man. That's Lewis Sloten. Uh, he's Canadian. Oh, he's from Winnipeg. And he was one of the engineers who developed fat man. Okay. Um, fucking pimp daddy, dude. So Lewis Sloten? Yeah. All right. So, uh, spelled the French way, maybe it's Louis, I don't know. Oh. But, um, so, he decides to do a new criticality experiment, uh, and this time they've they've learned their lesson, right? They said, okay. Is this while, like, Dalian is off in another room somewhere, like, just slowly dying? No, this is nine months later. So, yes, he's, oh, he's dead. No, Dalian died, Dalian died within a month. Okay, so they know this thing... If you fuck with it, it'll kill you. Yeah, they already know okay. that. Okay. And in fact, they've gone over what happens, and they've made some changes to make it safer. Okay. 
Uh, no. Uh, they erased that, that number on the uh, the workplace accidents countdown yeah, whiteboard. Zero yeah. days. Yeah. All <laughs> okay. right. So Mac Daddy Lewis Sloten comes in, and he's like, "Yeah, don't worry, man. Uh, don't worry, Mac. I got this." And he he does uh, new criticality experiments where instead of fucking around with them bricks that you might drop on it, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, he has a beryllium dome that he puts over the core. Now, if you place this thing completely over the core, motherfucker's going to go prompt. Yeah, because none of so, the, whatever, the neutrons, they're all just yeah, bouncing yeah. back. If it is flush down yeah. on it. It's like taking a, bo- a, a pot of boiling water, putting a lid yeah. on it, not adjusting the temperature, and just expecting yeah. it not to fucking boil over. Yeah, except in this instance, it would take, like, less than a tenth of a second for you to kill yourself. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Dude, that rocks. It. These guys are just fucking obliterating themselves. Yeah. Now, this is how he does it and how he stops the entire dome from being uh, flush over. Does he, like, shove his hands <laughs> under it? He takes a fucking screwdriver and puts it under it and just leaves enough room for neutrons to escape. So that was planned. Uh, that wasn't, like, a last minute, like, wait, maybe we shouldn't. And, like, he's like, no, 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 I've got this. We've got the tools no, on hand right here. Yeah, no, screwdriver, it'll work perfectly. Okay, great. I gotta reiterate, this is not how I picture this stuff happening. Like, when I think about the Manhattan Project, I guess I have this idea. I mean, I know these are all, like, the great minds of early nuclear science, but, like... Yeah. It's still kind of mind-blowing. There, Dude, oh my god. Looks like he's got his thumb just dude, in it. he's palming it, yeah! Oh, this is... This is... Dude, look at this shit. Look. Oh, man. Dude, these guys are just getting fucking ripped up on, like, bourbon. Podium <laughs> <laughs> cars. And, like, now, nah, bro, I got a fucking screwdriver. They're like, just, like, going talking. directly from, like, sexually harassing the, the receptionist, yeah. knocking back a couple of scotch and sodas, and then just like, all right, Bob, time to toss that fucking beryllium dome. <laughs> oh, wait, wait, I need something to prop in between the dome Don't and... Don't worry uh, about it, Jimmy. Just put some I just take fucking, fucking screwdriver. Just, yeah, just, just wedge it up screwdriver. with the screwdriver. Yeah, just hand me that fucking screwdriver, yeah, dude. Use your fingers, anything. Don. Use God's own screwdriver. Yeah. And now, so, this image I'm about to send is what the room looked like when Sloten was doing it. <laughs> there was just a... He was demonstrating... <laughs> <laughs> what are those just what are those dotted lines coming out of the sphere? Is that like radiation? Yeah, so that so is I the just most it's Lewis Sloten standing there demonstrating the new criticality experiment to a room full of other scientists, uh, who are all standing what appears to be anywhere from four to twelve feet away from uh, a bomb that could blow up a and city. To be fair, they do have like some sort of protective suit on in that photo. Well, they have lab coats and glasses on. Wait, what? That's it? I thought I saw, like, uh, an over-the-head covering. Nope. Nope. Oh. Okay. These are... They have lab coats and suits on. No gloves. Still no gloves. They haven't learned. Um, All right, so Mac Daddy Sloten, uh, he's, um, he's got this dome, and he calls it a tamper. And the whole point is that you can't let it fully cover the core, so he decides to grab a screwdriver and use that to separate it. All right, so he holds a demonstration in May 1946, and while he's doing it, 
Um, you know, it, it's even said that there was another scientist in a room who thought this was going to take a few moments. So he turns around and then he just hears a very loud noise and people starting to scream. And when he turns around, there's just blue light in his face and he can feel heat hitting him. Lewis Sloten, um, I don't know, maybe he had some of that like chest hair grease on his hands from being barely clothed while he fucks around with this. For sure. Uh, <laughs> the screwdriver slips. Yeah. Our thing just clamps down, and it goes prompt critical, like, immediately. Because <laughs> <laughs> it, it's just a dude holding a screwdriver, and he's like, no, 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 this will work, I promise. Oh, my God. Like, it's, <laughs> yeah. like, both times, right now, both times they just... You want to pry the screwdriver, and it's, ah, shit, fuck. <laughs> like, both times that this has happened, it's been, like, not just human error, but, like, the purest, just, like, knuckle-headed fucking, like, yeah, clumsy hand around. just, like, you know. Like, like, they've already watched this thing blow up two cities, these dudes and are they're, like... approaching this whole situation of building a nuclear bomb with, like, yeah. the same amount of know-how and gusto that I would, like, I don't fucking know, try to fix a garbage disposal or something, right? Like, just going, it's like, well, yeah. it looks to me like the pipe connects to, oh my god, there's water everywhere. Like, that's yeah. just, like, you know, they're just trial and erroring yeah, the shit out of us. Dude, they're just fucking around. <laughs> like, so, oh my god. so this guy now has to take, once again, his bare fucking hand and get the tamper off. <laughs> and, um, uh, this is these are the numbers that they calculated. Oh yeah, so first of all, one of the guards in the room when he started seeing people scream and everything, he ran out the door and up a hill away from the building to hide. Well yeah, I mean uh, he only honest, smart he, he's heard about Dalian. He's heard about yeah. what happened to the first guy who dropped a brick. Yeah. So he knows that <laughs> if he sees people in that room, they're like, "Oh shit!" Like he's he's fucking out of there. He's yeah. gone. Yeah. So, so. <laughs> to be fair, like, what would you do? You're you're the guy you know, whose whole job it is is just to like make sure that everyone's got the right colored fucking placard on, and they're standing in there, and you just look up and see like that oh shit like look on a nuclear yeah. scientist's face. You're not going down with the fucking ship. Yeah. You're out. I'm out. I'm sorry. He is the smartest <laughs> guy in the room. This is what like 1939, 1940. What is it? 1946. Oh, okay. So this is... They're doing this after the fact. Yeah, no, the reason they're experimenting with it is because... They didn't get the to use it. Over. Yeah, right, the war So now they're just fucking around with the leftovers to see, yeah. like, how can we... Got it. Okay. So how can this we is post-World War II. Yeah. I feel like maybe we should have said that at the beginning. Did you say the date? I've said that multiple times. Well, <laughs> then I think we're probably fine. Um, <laughs> so, okay. So what's interesting to me... What's interesting to me, then, is... That they have a full understanding, not just of like what can happen to one guy who drops a brick on. No, no, they the saw it blow up two cities. They know the destructive capability of one of these things. So okay, that changes. It doesn't really change anything, but okay. So the, this guy makes it though, even dumber. Yeah, it makes it extremely dumb to just <laughs> like and it's oh, because in my mind this whole time I've been thinking like, well, it's early days, maybe they don't know much about it, so they're just dicking around with a screwdriver. But like, no. They've, they've obliterated cities with this and seen no, this was going to be shadows. the third bomb this was going to be the third bomb on that. Japan okay yeah. but so now they've already dropped the first two and this one they're like we gotta do something with it and I'll yeah. try try putting a dome on it like okay yeah. I understand Got okay it. so 
Yeah, so that guard, the only smart one in the room, he just runs up a hill to hide. Um, and then they start doing some calculations, the scientists in the room, to find out how fucked they are. Um, and they determine that the in just that split second, I think it was three-tenths of a second, in just that split second, uh, the, um, the mass went through about three quadrillion fission reactions. Which is still one million times less than the first How two many atomic zeros bombs. Is in a quadrillion? Um. <laughs> well, it's, it's a one lot step of... up from a billion, yeah. Yeah. Well, no, it's one step up from a trillion. Sorry, trillion. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot. Yeah. <laughs> and that's still a million times less than the first atomic bombs. Okay, so this is still like a dinky little. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. So. Um, so all of the scientists in the room, they start taking attempts to measure how much radioactivity released, uh, and they're unable to get any useful data, which then, in a report after the fact, is used, uh, as evidence that an exposure like this leaves humans, quote, in no condition for rational behavior. Wow. So, like, especially Lewis Sloten is apparently, he's, like, trying to, like, determine how much radioactivity is released and they're like this dude's fucked um it's 15 zeros by the way okay (laughs) if you were wondering yeah so that's why um, i was slow to respond to the to the last thing you said because i was um on my calculator yeah so Sloten begins vomiting and everyone goes to the hospital okay uh, to get looked at and of course at the hospital they're they're like we just learned about how to stop polio i <laughs> don't know what to do with this. Yeah, this guy's fucked. Um, so you so put he's a dome over a what? <laughs> yeah. Okay. That that's the shit you guys dropped on Japan, and you're just fucking poking it with a screwdriver. Okay. Yeah. So he starts puking. Um. Everybody gets looked at, and initially at first, uh, they're trying to figure out how much um, Rentgen equivalent man, uh, radioactivity he received. So that's REM. And uh, eventually, it would be determined that he was hit with about 2,100 rem. Uh, lethal dose, usually for humans, is 500. So he's got over five times. Or, or four times, rather. Right. Um, he's, he's... That's it. Yeah, he's... He, and he got more than Dalian did. Right. Um, so pretty quickly, while he's at the hospital, um, all of a sudden, you know, he's puking a bunch, and then he's fine. Yeah. And everybody's like, okay... That's weird. You were really sick a minute ago. Yeah. Um, but they keep him under watch, and then pretty quickly he turns not fine. His <laughs> hand... <laughs> oh, man. It's like yeah. an alien where there's that part where he's like, I'll have a ton of this space noodles or whatever the fuck. And then, yeah. you know, I mean, you know, you know what happens. Yeah. Um, so his hand turns blue and swollen, uh-huh. and they basically just jam it on ice to try to stop the swelling of this huge, blistering, blue, pustule mass of hand. Um, this is the hand, this is his left hand, the one that he had to use to get the fucking tamper off. His right hand was the one where he's poking the motherfucker with a screwdriver. Um, and then he starts having severe abdominal pain and shows signs of mental confusion. Um, at this point, he's, like, totally fucked. Yeah, his cells uh, <laughs> are probably just just exploding, right? Like, yeah. 
Yeah, they start uh, they start looking at him. Uh, his body temperature just starts fluctuating rapidly. Um, he's having severe diarrhea. His, his body's just fucking done. Yeah, like, everything's everything's falling apart. Yeah. Man, that's yeah. scary. Yeah. So his parents fly in from Winnipeg. Um, and one of the doctors, so so he had internal burning, and one of the doctors Jesus. described his radioactive burns as quote three-dimensional sunburns so just like through every level of his body he was just yeah so like internally he's burnt he's roasted yeah um yeah whole body dose of about 2100 rem his parents fly down to visit him and they get there after four days and at this point he's i mean he's barely even responsive um so so eventually he dies after nine days. So Dalian died. Jesus. In nine he died days of that. Yep. Was he and, at least like in a coma for part of it? Yeah, for part of it. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um. So he shipped back to Winnipeg in a sealed casket, and uh, buried there. God. His body was probably still so radioactive that they like. Couldn't... Oh yeah, they would have to bury it probably lined in lead. <laughs> no fucking way. Yeah. Actually, you would have like a lead-lined casket. Because otherwise you're going to... Leach into, uh, like, the groundwater. Hoses in the wood casket, you're going to contaminate the groundwater. Oh, my God. <laughs> Dude. <Yep. laughs> this is so bananas. Yeah, so, I mean, I don't know, but, yeah, they probably lined his casket with lead and then buried him in concrete, something like that. Um, wow. But, so, now, these were the only two radiation deaths, but there, there was actually <laughs> another... Another good group of zests that I was a big fan of. <laughs> real, so real quick, uh, there were overall only about a couple dozen deaths at the Los Alamos lab, and those were the only two from radiation exposure. However, we did have four absolute kings, <laughs> janitors, who died after sharing um, muscatel wine. I'm not sure if I'm saying that right. Oh, uh, mus- uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, Muscadet wine laced with antifreeze. <laughs> Bro, what? <laughs> so they didn't die from that. They were just in there like, hey, I found this sweet new way to get fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. So these fucking absolute lads, dude, these kings are just getting fucking housed with the demon core, drinking this fucking antifreeze bathtub wine. Oh my god. <laughs> and they all die. Uh, yep, so, uh, after Lewis Sloten, all criticality work was halted, and um, they uh, the program decided that in the future they should try to develop some sort of remote control yeah. for the device. Oh my god, yeah, yeah. Like, just don't have the guys in the room. Do it in yeah. a whole separate room. And I think it's great that it only took two horrible... Like, in the span of nine just, months. Oh my god. <laughs> but, oh my god. The core was so radioactive after the Sloten event um, that it was hot still for months and they had to let it cool off before they could have even done anything else anyway. So they just leave it? Yeah. Yeah, so anyway, you know, we know it's a scary job is being the guy who has to like pop in periodically to like determine if it's time. 
You know, like they're like, yeah, walk killed, in with killed Dolly and killed Sloan. Yeah, and you John, gotta walk in with a fucking dosimeter. Go in there <laughs> and um, just check if it's cooled down. No, just you go want in. Let me to go in there. Don't touch there. it. Yeah, but like it's fine to just go in. Just in the doorway? I just go in the doorway. No, just go in the. You gotta go in further than the doorway. No, no, okay, no. Maybe further three... than the doorway. Yeah, we're gonna close the door. We're maybe gonna two, close... maybe three steps. Maybe two, maybe three. Couple. Keep it. Just keep going. We're gonna close the door. A big we'll step. Tell you, we'll just tell you when to stop. We'll tell you when to stop. Uh, this thing's clicking a lot. <laughs> okay, come back. <laughs> it's taking a lot of clicks. It is it's very hot. It's a here. lot of clicks. I don't know. It's a lot guys. of clicks. It's very hot. The, the sphere's still red. I don't know. Can you, um, while you're in there, can you grab that screwdriver? <laughs> yeah. Also, I left a notebook that, in that there. Was our only, that was the only Phillips that we had. So, actually, yeah. it's been... Uh, it's uh, it's red on top of the core though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, you know who isn't? <laughs> just, just be quick, just run, run back. Yeah, we've all been on top of that core. It's fine. Oh, some of us not clicking no more. It stopped. It's all the way up at the top. It's just like a beep, like a one long yeah. click. <laughs> I don't you know why this guy's dead? like an Italian fucking. <laughs> No, I think I should. It's just the cook, like the guy who makes the fucking lunches. I think I, I think I left something on the oven. Yeah, hey, uh, Johnny, go in there for us. No, I get it. We'll do lunch after, but go in there for us. We'll put it on simmer. We'll put it on simmer. Yeah, the original put it, and that's how they found the phrase "put it on the back burner." Ladies yeah. and gentlemen, that's the uh, true, the true story of today's episode. Yeah. Um. Okay. So this is. This is crazy. Is that kind of the story? So after that, you know, they've decided they called it the Demon Core, the Demon and they Core. stopped, yeah. and they made that anime about it. Um, yeah, yeah, with like the hundred-year-old, six-year-old girl vampire. Yeah, Demon X Core. Yeah. So anyway, Trauma there you go, man. Wow. Okay. Thanks. That that was uh, that's a hell of a way to start things off. That's very bleak. That's a very. Um, yeah. It's a very informative look at uh, just how uh, bananas that whole era of science, and particularly nuclear science, was. I mean, I, I've said it probably too many times, but it, I am so blown away at how cavalier these, these people were in yeah. the way that they were dealing with such volatile stuff. And again, I was, I was obviously I wasn't a very good listener, but... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the fact that they'd already obliterated Hiroshima and Nagasaki, and and, and after they that, were... like they've made bombs and dropped them out of airplanes, and and then they go back home and they're like, so let's try the thing with the bricks. Like oh, I just don't. Left. We got one left over, man. Yeah, we'll, we'll be... put the dome, but prop it with the screwdriver. Like we shouldn't have this stuff. Like <laughs> why do we have this stuff? There's no like, and now like I have to believe that there's some modern equivalent. Of like yeah. that level of, of of misinformation about something like I don't know, man. Like, I mean, there was a there was the plane crash on a nuclear armed aircraft over in North Carolina. This was like what, like twenty, thirty years ago, something like that. Uh, maybe a little bit more. Um, but a nuclear bomb was on the plane and dropped, and it hit land in North Carolina, buried in a field. And when they were able to excavate it. Five of the six 
security functions had failed, and there was only one left that was stopping the bomb from detonating in North Carolina. Dude, I mean, I don't want to be the guy <laughs> that says, like, eh, but, you know. Um, <laughs> I guess if it has to, like, go somewhere. Raleigh, I hear, is fun, so maybe... Yeah. Maybe it's good. Maybe I'll have a chance to go visit Raleigh Durham now. Yeah. Go go to the uh, research triangle. Yeah. Yeah. See some uh, agrochemical companies. Hell yeah, man! And you know how much I like my agrochemicals. Yeah. Um, well, that's that's some kind of story, man. I knew nothing about that. Uh, actually, kind of blown away at how little I know about. I know the difference between fission and fusion. Yeah. Right? Fission is splitting an atom, and that creates a lot of energy. Fusion would be converging into one new molecule, which creates even more. Yeah. yeah. We don't have that yet, right? Well, well, we have, like, thermonuclear bombs, which has a fusion reaction, then a fission. Gotcha. But we don't have, like, true fusion, because that could be, like, yeah. it's safer and cleaner. And yeah, we don't, we don't have, like, fusion reactors. Right. Yeah, we, we still... Actors, yeah. It makes you wonder. I mean, obviously there have been great advances, but uh, and I no. didn't even watch that whole show Chernobyl, but like I saw enough of like the first two episodes to see that it's not like the the bungling uh, slap happy mishaps with with nuclear energy stopped short at uh, at the Demon Core. Like we've yeah. just been just plowing through this shit. Basically, since we discovered it, just dipping our hands in it, dipping our balls in it, licking it, yep. tasting it, palming it, and and I got to be honest with you, man, I want more. Yeah, I, I mean, I mean, more. it is it is the best form of renewable energy as long as you take the right safety precautions and you don't do yeah. things to profit. Well, like, you know, know. I mean? like if you have like Fukushima, there was a power station closer to the epicenter. Um, that the reason it survived is because the containment walls to block, like, uh, to block tsunamis were much higher because the guy who designed that particular Fukushima station said that he refused to have them below a certain height because it wasn't safe. And so they contained the tsunami, right. whereas the Fukushima station, they're like, no, nah, no, nah, we can skimp on the containment walls, the seawater containment walls. Damn. And, well, that's the reason it melted down. <laughs> I think that's another, that's another potential episode right there. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. I, oof. And then we had Three Mile Island, which was just, it took so long for the Americans to accept, oh, wait, no, this is actually melting down. There was, like, a bunch of sensors, like, they were reading the sensors wrong because they weren't, like, properly trained oh and goodness. shit. <laughs> well, I think that's a, a great segue into a little teaser for, uh, for our next episode, which is going to be about a similarly, actually, a, a more lethal accident. Uh, <laughs> a substantially more lethal accident involving similarly volatile, uh, naturally occurring substances. Uh, yeah. I'll, I'll give you one hint. It's going to be just a little bit sweeter. Ah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. um, so that'll be fun. Damn. All right, man. Well, that that was that was a great story. I am very impressed with uh, with your choice for starter. That was really good. I was super sure you were going to pick, like, some kind of really dumb, just really dumb, really dumb shit. Yeah. And, I mean, that was dumb, but that was the right kind of dumb. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Oh, hysterical. That's that kind it's of like all the details. It's just like, 
you can just watch the train wreck happening. Like, yeah. like you see all of these stupid details. You're like, these motherfuckers are going to do it twice. Oh, that's so spicy. I love it. Yeah. Okay. Yes. That was great. All right. Well, well, uh, I think, I think, uh, what do you think? Does that about bring us up to our, uh, our end point there? I think so. That all went right. well. Well, thank you so much for, for sharing. Uh, mm-hmm. yeah, that was really great. Um, and obviously, this is our first our first go of this, but I think that went that went about as well as we could expect. Um, yeah. That was the story of the Demon Core, as presented by Evan Kirkwood. Yeah. Um, join us again, hopefully in a week. Um, these first few episodes might be coming out kind of simultaneously, but um, we're going to try to make this weekly. And if you like what you hear, um, we will be sharing a, an email and uh, some contact information. Uh, hopefully around the time of launch. So um, we would love to hear feedback. We would love to hear what anyone's thinking who's listening. Uh, if you've got yep. suggestions for us. for, Or if you would like to tell us that we got details wrong and we're stupid. Yeah, which we will. Yeah. We're ready for that. That will happen. Um, we will also be sharing all of the sources that we used uh, on each episode. Those will be available online. Um, we do not claim to be uh history experts we are merely enthusiastic fans um so with undergrad degrees we have undergrad degrees in history um, yeah but we so we're most not of it. not totally incapable no we probably should have just mostly top, but just mostly <laughs> whatever full disclosure we <laughs> full after the fact disclosure evan and i are yeah. not uh historians but we are both passionate and uh we spent most of the time doing mushrooms so um we've got a we've got some hot takes i'll say that yeah all right right. well thank you so much for listening uh thanks for joining us for our first episode and a big special thank you to our uh celebrity guest star evan kirkwood for uh today's today's episode that was really really great do you like my sound effects that i had I, I liked all of them until that one. Yeah, no, I, know. Was that? I, just, I just wanted to throw a Wilhelm scream in. I should have done that. Oh. If I had timed it, I didn't even realize it was available. If I had timed it, it would have happened like, <laughs> and then he reached out and palmed the ball. Yeah, ah! I know. Yeah. <laughs> it would have been great. The sound of every stormtrooper dying. Yeah. All right, well, that's a wrap, folks. We will see you again next week for another installment of the Left Unread podcast. Again, thank you so much for listening, and uh, you will certainly be hearing more from us. Yep. All right. See you. Later.